Welcome to the replay booth. My name is Parker Jones, and I am looking forward to the very first episode of this show where we are going to preview and predict the college football playoff national championship game between Georgia and TCU Monday night, 6.30 on ESPN. Let's go ahead and dive straight into this. We'll go into the replay booth and reflect back on the Georgia Bulldog season so far and how they got to this point. Uh, and this will be brief, but it's important for us to look at what Georgia has done in their resume so far this season as we preview the Monday night game. They were the defending national champions. Uh, they started off the season 15 players short after they got drafted to the NFL. And they scheduled a major out-of-conference opponent in the Oregon Ducks, and they gave it to them. There was never a question who was going to win that game. It ended 49-3 to Georgia. Earlier in the season, though, uh, as their conference schedule got started, they had a major hiccup against the Missouri Tigers. This game almost ended in a historic upset, but ultimately, Georgia held on. They prevented Missouri from scoring late, and the game ended 26-22. Missouri is a, uh, no offense, bottom-of-the-bucket SEC team, and this could have been uh, detrimental for the future of the Georgia season and the morale of the team had they lost there. But they didn't, and, and frankly, after that Missouri game, there was never really a question who was going to win any of the games left on their schedule once the kickoff began. Now, there was the major game against the Tennessee Volunteers, who had just been ranked number one in the country by the playoff committee. They booted Georgia from one to three, and this game... I mean, I'm sure that that motivated these Bulldogs to show up big. It was a home game for them in Athens, and they never gave Tennessee a chance. The score looks closer than the game was. If you watch the game, the rain was pouring down, and the Georgia defense was pouring down on Hinden Hooker. He seemed like in the first half, couldn't get a throw off. Um, It was a disaster for Tennessee. Game ended 27-13, and Georgia never looked back. They had significant wins throughout the remainder of their conference schedule, a defensive clash against the Kentucky Wildcats later in the season, and then against LSU in the conference championship game, there was not much of a chance for LSU. Now, LSU did score a season-high 30 points on this Bulldogs defense, and then that got matched last week by Ohio State, who actually put up 41. And if you watched the Ohio State game last week, this is the, the biggest concern of a game that they had this season. Uh, but I think Kirby Smart and his crew, and Stetson Bennett in particular, after getting uh, kind of lashed out on by his coach after that game last week, they will be beyond motivated for this national championship game um, because they know deep down they may have not even deserved to win that Ohio State game. Ohio State did a lot of things right. They played an incredible game. Georgia made a number of mistakes. In the end, it came down to a really long field goal, um, and uh, and Georgia got away with one in reality. That being said, I still think Georgia is the best team in the country. Uh, I think they've earned that number one ranking that they've had for the majority of the season. And I think going into this game, there are a couple things that they're going to have to do really well. One is Stetson Bennett needs to play Uh, like he did in the fourth quarter of that Ohio State game. And he's got an incredible target in Brock Bowers, the tight end, 
Um, and the two of them linking up on unique routes uh, that can potentially avoid uh, that TCU secondary is going to allow them to gain yardage um, in chunks at a time. It may not result in a big 75-yard play, but if they're just going to march their way down the field, wear out the TCU defense, uh, and do so with the tight end game, that could be huge for them. Jalen Carter and the big guys on the line, they have to play better than they did against Ohio State. Now, Georgia's got big guys on both lines, and and Jalen Carter really didn't do much against Ohio State. But the size of Georgia is, is pretty significantly bigger than TCU. It was bigger than Ohio State too, though. And so they need to play like it. Uh, and that's going to uh, matter for the sake of the protection of the run game, but on offense, but on defense, how quick can they get to Max Duggan in the pocket? And then the, the other thing they're going to have to do on the defensive side is the secondary has to stop the passing threat. And of course, this sounds like something so simple, um, such a simple, obviously, they need to stop the passing threat. But Georgia's secondary, they particularly struggled against Ohio State, but they haven't been fantastic throughout the year either. And TCU has a wide receiving core very similar to Ohio State's, especially with the guy at the top, Quentin Johnston, uh, very similar to Marvin Harrison Jr., who until he got hurt in that game last week, Georgia didn't have an answer. And so I'm interested to see how Georgia responds to that. They've got some, they have some guys, uh, obviously Keely Ringo, but uh, they have some guys. I, I just think this TCU wide receiving core is extraordinarily quick, and Duggan has been incredible on deep balls this season. So those are the focuses for this Georgia Bulldogs team. If they win, here's what this means. They will be the first back-to-back national champions since that Alabama team uh, from 2012. And so Alabama won the national championship back-to-back in 2011 and 2012. Uh, Nobody's done it since then. It's an extraordinarily rare feat. It really, even prior to that, hadn't been done in in quite some time. USC uh, did it debatably in 03 and 04, depending on how you feel about the 03 USC team uh, that technically got the AP championship but didn't play in the BCS title game. So, it's been, it's been done, uh, but it is extraordinarily rare, and it would be a huge stepping stone for this Georgia program to put them in position to be the next Nick Saban Alabama of college football, except this time it's one of Nick Saban's prodigies in Kirby Smart. So it could be incredible uh, for that program. It would mean a lot uh, for the future of college football if Georgia pulls this out. Let's get back into the replay booth, and now we're going to review the TCU season briefly here. Uh, TCU, obviously, uh, the story has been told many a times, but they went 5-7 and seven last year. They were predicted to finish 7th in the Big 12 this year. Sonny Dykes is a first-year head coach. They fired longtime, multi-decade coach in Gary Patterson after the disappointing season last year, and TCU has a miraculous uh, story this year. Some of the big wins this season included beating both Oklahoma and Texas, uh, an extraordinarily hard feat to pull off in the Big 12. Uh, They beat Oklahoma soundly. They had some miraculous comeback wins against Oklahoma State and then Kansas State in the regular season. And uh, some major victories. Uh, Obviously, I mentioned Texas already, but if you watch that game, 
I mean, they're in Austin in front of over 100,000 fans, unlike any other environment TCU had played in throughout the season. It's primetime game, and they just shut down that Texas offense, held them to three points. Uh, they scored one defensive touchdown, but they held the offense to three points. And it was it was quite the statement uh, by the TCU Horned Frogs. Their season is saved uh, by what they call the bazooka play against Baylor, a an incredible uh, last-second field goal, kind of a running field goal um, to win the game against Baylor, and then the unfortunate defeat against Kansas State in the Big 12 Conference Championship game uh, where Duggan played his heart out, uh, but it wasn't quite enough. They lost in overtime, some weird play calling there at the end of that game, but it wasn't enough to kick them out of playoff contention. And then last week, uh, they shocked a lot of people. I'm not saying everybody. They didn't really shock me. They shocked a lot of people uh, when they beat Michigan. And here's the reality, is that going into this game, TCU's got a bit of a chip on their shoulder because the same people that said they couldn't beat Michigan are going to say they can't beat Georgia. And here's why. Here's I genuinely believe. Here's why. A lot of people watched Michigan and Georgia this season. Not a lot of people watched TCU. So they continue to hold on to this belief that TCU doesn't match up well against uh, these big big brand teams. But it really is more about the brand than anything else. TCU's got the talent. That's why they're here. They're not here because of luck. There's, of course, there's a little bit of luck in, out, in, in and throughout every season of every team. But TCU earned their way uh, to this position. Here's a couple keys for TCU in this game. Just like Bennett has uh, his guy, Brock Bowers, as a key target uh, for Georgia, Duggan's going to have to hit Quentin Johnston. Listen, I mentioned TCU's got an incredible receiving core, but when it comes to NFL-level talent like there is on this Georgia defense, Quentin Johnston may be the only one that matches up favorably play in and play out. And so Johnston, he's a big guy. He's he's a very vertical receiver. He's going to be able to go up and get balls. Duggan just has to put it in his hands. And so what does that mean for Duggan? He's going to have to have time in the pocket. He's going to have to use his feet. C.J. Stroud did that last week, and they didn't expect it. They're going to expect Duggan to run. He's run all season. He's an incredible runner. Um, uh, so he's going to have to make time for himself because that Georgia defensive line is going to be caving in on him. From a defensive perspective for TCU, Johnny Hodges, a linebacker, and then Travis Hodges Tomlinson, um, a one of their DBs. Uh, listen, this TCU defense is fast. These two guys are an example of that. Hodges Tomlinson... Uh, also a future NFL player. He had an incredible year. He was first team all Big 12, had a number of other accolades, and he is going to have to uh, play in a, a critical role to stop the Bennett passing game. And then Hodges, the linebacker, uh, and, and the other linebackers around him in this 3-3-5 defense are going to be raining down on the Georgia run game, whether they expect it or not. Michigan did not expect it. Uh, Texas did not expect it earlier this year when they held Bijan Robinson to 29 yards. The TCU defense doesn't look like it's built to stop the run, but these guys are quick and they time things out really well. The last thing that TCU is going to have to do, um, and, and just like I mentioned, how Georgia is going to have to stop uh, the passing threat, the deep ball threat, uh, TCU is going to have to force third downs and long third downs. They did this well against Michigan, put Michigan and J.J. McCarthy in some weird third and seven positions throughout the game. If you can do that, uh, then you know 
that Bennett's going to have to throw the ball. And if Bennett has to throw the ball, you can force him to make a mistake. TCU plays a lot of zone defense. And, uh, and, and Bennett is, frankly, he's not one of the most skilled passers in college football. He's good. Uh, but but you can force him to make some mistakes, just like he did last week against Ohio State in the first three quarters of that game. Here's what it means if TCU wins this game. It means an era, decades, of big brands dominating the sport could be shattering. There could be parity in college football. If you look back at all of the national championship games, designated national championship games that have ever happened, which is since 1992, there's really only one team that stands out in all of those years as a team that you wonder, how did they even get there? It's uh, Virginia Tech in the year 2000, and or 1999, excuse me. It, the game was played in 2000, but the season was 99. And that was all about Michael Vick. And Virginia Tech, they made it once, and then they never made it back. Every other team that's played in the national championship game in that era – uh, since 1992, has gone multiple times. Every team that's won a national championship game has 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 played in the game multiple times. And it's the same uh, 12 to 15 teams over the course of 30 years. So for TCU to even be in this game is an anomaly. If they can win this game, it would be historic. Uh, and so... That's what it would mean for college football. What it would mean for TCU is suddenly this is the team to beat in the Big 12. And and Texas and OU, and they really have already established that, but Texas and OU are leaving the conference. Uh, They've got some good teams coming in. uh, But TCU would be a heck of a challenge for uh, the rest of the Big 12 to keep up with. And suddenly there is a new recruiting power in the Big 12. We've already seen a number of solid transfer transfer players uh, move to TCU this offseason. So it's going to be interesting to see. It would be huge for college football. It would be huge for that program to get a national championship. All right, let's make some predictions. I'm going to predict the over-under. I'm going to predict the spread, and I'm going to predict an outright winner. And I'll say up front, I think uh, that this game can go either way. Some people have said uh, that this is a definitive Georgia victory, that TCU is too small, they don't stand a chance, uh, I, I disagree with that. So uh, let me just say that up front. Um, but th- as for my predictions, let's look at the over-under first. It's 62.5. I think this game will go over that. Um, I think this game will end with both teams probably um, in that low 40s, high 30s range. Uh, a little lower scoring than the Fiesta Bowl last week, um, probably closer to the scoring of the Peach Bowl. And, of course, I think the Georgia defense is going to work hard this week and and come out a little bit stronger than they did against Ohio State. I think TCU is more explosive than the Ohio State offense, though. And so TCU's offense is still going to get points on the board. Uh, Georgia's offense is going to be keeping up with that, still getting points on the board. Uh, TCU's defense, obviously not quite as strong as the Georgia uh, Georgia defense, but I'd say TCU's offense is slightly stronger than the Georgia offense. So there will be some parity in this game. Um, I'm taking the over on that. As for the spread, I do think uh, Georgia 
uh, well, let me say this. The spread right now is 12 and a half. It was 13 and a half. I think the spread comes down. I think it comes down uh, maybe all the way down to 10 and a half uh, or 11 by the time the game kicks off. Um, I think they they Vegas really wanted people to take TCU. A 13 and a half point spread for a national championship game is quite extreme. We have seen national championship blowouts. I don't think this will be one. So I will say uh, I'm, I'm taking TCU against the spread. I think uh, they will either uh, lose by less than 12 and a half or they will win the game. As for the outright winner, uh, I want to take TCU so, so bad. And I think a lot of people want to take TCU so, so bad. But I don't feel like I can do that in good faith. Um, I, I, again, let me say this. I think TCU can win this game. And I laid out reasons why and how. I think TCU can definitively win this game. But I think Georgia will win the game. Um, I think Georgia will win the game uh, by five or six points, um, similar to the, the outcome of the Fiesta Bowl last week when TCU beat Michigan by five or six points. So that's where I think this game will end. But I think this is a game into the fourth quarter. Um, maybe it's TCU crawling their way back, or maybe, uh, like Michigan last week, they they come out they came out on Michigan hot twenty one to three early in that game. Michigan clawed their way back, but they couldn't complete the comeback. So maybe TCU jumps out quick, and Georgia is the one that that claws back. And uh, unlike Michigan, I think Georgia has the ability to complete that comeback. So that's where I stand with it. If I'm honest, I hope TCU wins this game. I hope my prediction is wrong, but it's hard for me. It's hard for me to see that as a as a strong possibility. Look, if you put this game out on the field ten times, yes, TCU is going to win a couple of them, uh, but Georgia is going to probably win most of them. And so that's kind of where I stand. But I think both teams will be well prepared uh, for this matchup, and it should be a great game. I'll plan to do an episode on the other side of the national championship game. Uh, Thank you for listening, and I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. I hope you'll stick with me along the way.